0: Recording from our headquarters in Old Town Orange, welcome to the Hot Rods by Boyd Podcast. Welcome to the newest episode of the Hot Rods by Boyd Podcast. I'm here with Chris Connington. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. It's Just fri- Friday afternoon. Oh, it's great. It's, it's not it's bad.
1: Made it through another week. We made it through another week, and, another week and
0: we're going to finish strong because our guest today is pretty badass. Really badass. Yeah, we'd like to welcome to the show, Mister Eric Brockmeyer. What's up, buddy?
2: Well, thank you very much. I think uh, pretty badass, kind of strong, but I'll take it. All right.
1: You know, you're uh, you you definitely are in the uh, badass category. A little bit, a little bit.
2: Whatever, whatever. I'll take it. So (laughs) whatever.
1: So what are you working? Let's just just start out by what are you working on today in uh,
0: Florida? Beautiful, sunny Florida.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is nice down here, man. I got the windows open, a little breeze coming in. Um, actually working on a couple of things today. Working on a – trying to keep uh, doing some loose sketches in a 32 Coupe. 32 and, Coupe. Uh,
1: what kind of style is it? And
2: it's, it's it's kind of – kind of it's pretty traditional. You know, the, the skinny tires, the, the dirt track tires and the cast wheels and, the, you know, one of those kind of deals. Pretty traditional. That's cool. But very cool, but very cool. Trying to try and just you know try new things on
0: it. Just another Friday, right?
2: <laughs> just another Friday.
0: So, so when you work on something like that, um, how long does it take you, uh, to develop the like the whole uh concept from like you know conceptualization to execution? So,
2: <laughs> well, something like this, this you know, th- we don't know what the exact style is going to be yet because the customer is kind of undecided. So, I'm trying to keep it real loose. So, these renderings are kind of uh, they're not the more polished stuff that you might see. They're more, they're loose, but they show the color and details pretty well. And it just, it took me about, um, uh, I started this morning and I finished it up about maybe two o'clock this afternoon. I came up with about four different unique concepts, you know, with different wheels and different stances, different grills, exhaust treatments and stuff like that, just to kind of give them something to look at and try to figure out what they want, you know, because right now they're kind of up in the air. Yeah.
0: You got to kind of show them a little bit of everything, so they can kind of wind yeah. it down. Is this yeah. is this like what we always joke about,
1: where someone's like, "Oh man, just build me a badass thirty-two. Just come up with something. Just do this." And then you go and you spend a couple of days coming up with, doing something, and you send it to them, and they go, "Yeah, I was actually kind of thinking this, this, and this." And you go, "Oh wait, wait, when? When were you thinking this? Like just now? No, nah, or, or when you told me to come up with something cool?" Right.
2: Yeah. Although that does happen, this is not one of those deals. Yeah. No. I get it. Yeah.
1: So you know what? Let's let's kind of let's go back because you know you you, now you're known as the you're like the go to artist for just coming up with the coolest shit in our industry. But what what did you start doing before? Because I mean, I met you. I think I personally met you around two thousand six or so yeah 2005 2006 what were you doing before you got hooked up with my dad
2: well i was working at um uh, uh Ray boats i was working in, a des- in the design department um
1: so doing boats and you're then you're I, at, you're I, out in I florida was, right florida
2: yeah i was in florida okay. I mean, actually I have a design degree and i was working at you know in a design department for a boat company and and uh It was full-time. We were going, you know, we do exteriors and interiors and all that stuff.
0: So real real quick, you said you have have a design degree. Uh, Where where did you go to school?
2: The uh, Art Institute in Fort Lauderdale. They had an industrial design program. And uh, my wife convinced me that I should uh, go there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you already have a knack for drawing and kind of illustrating and stuff like that, or...?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, because, I mean, I've been drawing cars all my life. That's, you know, like most artists, they, they've probably been drawing their whole lives. So That's just like me. So, <clears throat> and so I would just do stuff for people at night, and this was kind of like a hobby. But, and, uh, but you know, in order to make a living at it, you know, I wanted to go get a, you an know, actual design job. So I had to go to school. I got the degree. And, uh, I mean, I did that for about five years, doing boats. But I was doing cars at night, you know. I'd come home and I would draw cars for for at night for people.
3: Mm-hmm. And uh,
2: <laughs> somehow I got hooked up with your dad. You know, one of my customers uh, I think bought a set of wheels from your dad. Like I said, a one-offs. Okay. And and he I think he showed your dad the renderings I did for him, and, and somehow we got hooked up. And then I started doing a bunch of stuff for your dad, but I was still working at the boat company, you know.
1: Yeah, and and was one of those images he saw in interior.
2: No, it was well. It might have been an interior, but it was probably the. It was, a, it was like a thirty-seven Roadster uh, with some walk wheels on it. And, and I'm sure that they probably, you know, gave them the renderings of that car, and your dad, you know, you probably gave them to your dad and, to do the wheels. And I, I think that's I think that's where it all kind of started right here.
1: And, and uh, what year was that?
2: That was about man, probably maybe two thousand two. Okay. Yeah, about two two thousand two.
1: Yeah, because I remember. I mean, um, you were doing some stuff for him. Yeah, because it was right right before the TV show started. I think.
2: Yeah, like, it was
1: during that time.
2: Yeah, because I, I worked at the boat place until three. Because your dad, your dad was, uh, you know, he would push me to uh, quit. He was like, "When are you going to quit that job? We're going. <laughs> we got plenty of stuff for you to do." And of course, I was nervous as hell. You know. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: You had a steady job going on, and you're talking to some hot rod guy. <laughs> you know.
2: You know, I knew, I knew. I mean, I've, I've been in hot rods my whole life, so I mean, I knew who Blue what, what Connie was. I was like, you know, like holy crap. Yeah. But, um, but still, it still it was like a daunting thing to quit my job that I went to school to get a degree for, and think I'm going to make a living just drawing hot rods and stuff. But your dad was persistent, man. He was like, you know. You know, like once a week, he'd be like, uh, "You quit that. You quit that job yet? You shouldn't be doing that crap." <laughs> and, I'm then, like, yeah, okay. and then, and, I'm and thinking then, and then,
1: okay. So, so when did you make the jump? When did you make the leap? Finally,
2: it was '03. It was like it was like soon after. It was like '03, in around July. So you,
1: <clears> you just went in, and, and at that at that point, were you working for my dad full time?
2: No, not really full time. I mean, he he was you know he was giving me stuff to do. Yeah, but things were things got really shitty at my job, and I, I mean I was really unhappy, and I kept you know it was almost like it was almost like fate was just telling me to do that because it was just getting really shitty, and your dad was like, I got stuff for you to do, you know, when are you gonna quit that job? Huh. And finally, I said, Screw it, man, I quit. Nice. I I, I jumped ship, and uh, you know I had to explain my wife that. Hey, I'm quitting my job. I know we just got this house and we got to pay a mortgage, but I'm quitting my job. And uh, I don't know. I did. And I, I remember I quit my job and came home and I told you Dad. I was like, I quit. Give me more work.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, you so asked for it now you got it. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: I know. I was like, I hope you're not bluffing because I did it.
1: No, I, and he seemed to keep you pretty busy after that.
2: No, he did. He was. He was. He kept me totally busy. And then what, what was cool was that. You know then I did a bunch of work for him, and then he hooked me up with Bobby Alloway,
3: which yeah.
2: uh and then he could, you know and he was throwing me stuff, and so I was like, man, all of a sudden I went from you know the two top you know builders in the country' <laughs> you know
1: it's a good way to launch your automotive uh yeah, career. which is a little
2: a little daunting a little daunting but uh
1: well yeah because cool. I remember you were you were doing some stuff um and I, I remember one in particular. So it would have been. I'm trying to think, because during that time, let's say 2003 going 2004, I, I remember. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think when it was was when they were building the Bud Light car. Yeah. Um, and I remember, I, I remember my dad just you know scrambling on that deal, and I, I think he had you do some ungodly amount of renderings, like in a short amount of time for that wasn't it? That- yeah,
2: I think that was the one. I think that was the one where he called on like a Thursday and he's like, "Yeah, we got to show like you know, 12 different cars to this focus group on Monday or something." You know, it was really yeah. accelerated.
1: Well, and I remember I remember my dad invited me. He goes, "Hey, you got to come to this thing. It's a focus group, right?" So, yeah. you're behind yeah. like this uh one-way glass <laughs> kind of deal and yeah. You know you're in this little lounge area and then you're watching a room and they would bring in i think we saw like five five groups of like six or eight people each group and then yeah. they they would what they they started out doing so you had if you had you said you did twelve renderings you did mm-hmm. you know at least i don't know there had to have been fifteen or sixteen of them up there to start yeah and I remember you had uh just i mean there was all range there was just there was like a, th- a 32s, you know, there was going into the 60s muscle car stuff. There's all you, just everything, right? Because they wanted to see what the best pick was. And I remember sitting there and we had the brand manager of Bud Light was there and a few other execs. Um, and I, so my dad was there and Dwayne was there. And yeah, it was like. So they start with the first group. And they, they go, okay, so what uh what do you guys think? We're doing this thing with a famous builder. They didn't see who my dad was. And then they they would just say, look, we're going to be picking one of these cars to market beer and, and hot rods and stuff. And mm-hmm. But then it was kind of a sticky situation because you had to be real careful because you're dealing with alcohol and you're dealing with cars and driving.
2: I know. Yeah, exactly.
1: So I remember you did a couple pickups. And I remember like them going around the room and one guy's like, they Like, well, what car would you pick? You know, if uh, you know, for an ad for whatever. And he goes, that truck right there, man. And the guy's like, oh, really? Why? He goes, cause I could just see me putting two kegs in the back and having a couple chicks in bikinis in the back and driving around the beach and this and that. And and you're going, okay. And then I remember in just hearing one of the execs go, uh, take the truck off of the panel on the next group, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so it, that happened a couple times where they were just like no you know, yeah it was just like there were some where guys like yeah you know you could throw th- throw the chicks and some beer in the back seat of this thing and go to the beach and party and they're just like yeah no so ultimately uh, um they settled on you know nice well yeah I, yeah the nice thing about
2: well, I think there I don't know how many there were but at least you know you had the other artist Todd you know Todd Emmons was there and he did like 10 of them I did about 10 yeah, they had a ton to choose from, and then uh, the one the one that your dad suggested was a, 30, a 36 roadster. Yep, and I find it interesting that that's the one they picked. So I, I have a feeling he, you know, even though the focus, I don't, you know, even though they have focus groups, I I bet you he was in there kind of pushing that thirty six. I think that's the one he wanted.
1: I think so too.
2: Yeah, because that was the one that got picked.
1: And. You know, I think like companies like Bud Light and stuff like they're so you they, like that's their like it doesn't matter what they're deciding on, they have a focus group about it. Hell yeah, you know. Yeah, it's
0: just, it's no, like, nothing they gets happen, passed without the they focus did it, group. You know?
1: Yeah, they they just need to re- they spend so much money on marketing, they just want to make sure they're appealing, you know. To
0: I don't know, gotta hit the right demographic. Hey, you know
1: what? It, it was a, that was a cool build, but that was cool, cool deal.
2: Yeah, that was probably my that was probably the first introduction to Boyd, you know you know, giving me like a whole crap load of renderings to do and but it you know had to be done in like in, three in a days, short period you
1: know. of time, you know?
2: Yeah, a real short period of time. I remember plenty of times when it was like you know, the weekend was coming up and I was like, I gotta do all these renderings over the weekend because he needs them on Monday or Tuesday, you know.
1: Yeah. That, ha- happened, that, several. that happened quite a bit.
2: Yeah, because there was, there was Snap-on and UPS and, and that Sobe drinks, and, or Sobe, how do you pronounce it?
1: And, uh, yeah, Sobe? Sobe, yeah. Do they even make that
2: anymore? That's I don't think
0: they make that. No, that, date, no. That's kind of like a dated uh, thing, right? I remember yeah, when I used to dead.
1: work on my truck at the shop late at night, they used to have that whole fridge stocked, and I'd get the sugar-free ones. And sometimes yeah. you just, man... I go home and I go right to bed. Then there was times where I would just be like, "It's three in the morning. Okay, this stuff's, yeah. you know, it was yeah. very powerful, yeah. very, very powerful. That stuff was way stronger to me than than Monster or well, it was Red like the OG
0: kind of energy drink. Like, didn't they have, were the first like have gone or like that whatever it's called? Like, what is it? guarj like uh, Guarnon? I don't remember what it's called. I don't know. I don't. Know. But anyways, we're off topic. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so Eric, when you would be locked up doing all these renders, I mean, do you have like a, a studio at home? Is that, that kind of like, you work out of home, right?
2: Yeah. I just work out of my house. And at the time I had, I turned one of my bedrooms into my office studio and uh, it was just a spare bedroom. It was just an extra bedroom. That I just put a desk, you know, I had my drawing desk and stuff in there and the computer and that's where I worked out of. And I just, you know, i since moved it out into one of the bigger rooms, I'm in the front room of my house, so it's bigger. But, yeah, I just work kind of my house. Um, yeah, in fact, I had I had a client just last week. He was he called, and he was like, hey, I'm going to be driving through Florida. And, you know, I wonder if, you know, be all right if I stopped by and, you know, checked out your shop and your studio. I was like, well, if you don't mind just visiting my living room. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: don't mind the dog, that,
0: you know?
2: Yeah. I think I think it took him by surprise. I think he thought it was had like some big shop, like
0: you know. Uh, Well, craft service is always better when you're working out of home. So. Yeah. Yeah. I
3: mean.
1: (laughs) So you know, Eric, I think we I, I remember finally dealing with you. I mean, we had known each other, right? Obviously, you were doing stuff for my dad, but I remember it was when we were American racing, and and my dad was like, you know what. He says, we got to, you know, part of my contract with American Racing was he had to come up with designs every month, which I was handling part of it. But he's like, look, I got Eric on retainer. You have just, you and him, just do do whatever you got to do. And I remember, I remember there was a period of time where at American, like we just, you and I were just, that's when I started the relationship with you. You know, that's how you and I got to know each other. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, uh, we kinda of worked on a bunch of stuff back then together. Uh and then I think at Wheel when they merged with Wheel Pros, we hired you to do a few things, right? Some shirts. Yeah. yeah. And yep. you did that real bitch in American Racing uh calendar with all the Yeah, we yeah,
2: we did the t shirt art and the calendar. All the uh,
1: like the calendar patinaed calendar. cars. Yep. That was kinda of cool.
2: <clears throat> Yeah, yeah with was, all the different, you know, American racing wheels, travel, but different. That know. was good.
1: I mean, uh, you know, that was those were good times. I remember, I, I remember the first time I dealt with you and we did some stuff, and I go, wow. And my dad was like, yeah, how'd that go? I go, man, I go, you know, Eric's, no, he's easy to talk to. He's easy to deal with. And he's really good. He goes, no, Chris, he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, dad. I was like, he's pretty good, but. I was like, okay, my dad knows when he's on to something special when he was he was on No, he's awesome.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and you know I,
2: yeah. yeah. We I, got I, along real well. I mean, him and I, you know, when he called, it was we always had good conversations. It was fun.
1: Yeah, because you know how it goes. Um it's it's like we've talked about it there's there's a lot of people that are talented, but dude, if you're hard to deal with or you're a flake, no one's got time yeah. for you. You know?
2: And if you you know, if you're one of those designers that got a big ego, you know, that ain't, gonna, that ain't gonna work because Dude. I can't tell you how many times I've had to redo stuff or you know take on another project because yeah and if you know they say well we're working with this other designer he's, you know he's he's, a, he's an asshole and he's got a big ego and he, he won't change anything and he's got to be his way or you know and it's like well No, you you got to do what doesn't go very far.
0: Yeah, you got to do what the client wants, man. I know it's
1: tough. It's a tough spot because then,
2: well, you know, you just gotta you gotta walk the line a little bit. You know, you gotta you know impose your ideas and make sure you you know, but make it feel you know it's gotta be their car though. It's their you know it's their cars, their money. If they want, you know, you just gotta work with them. You just just gotta work with them. You just can't just shut them down when they if they come up with an idea. No, you it's, shut them down. No, it's, you know, it's got to be this way, you know?
0: It's all about communication, you know? Like, he's got to, like, you know, really. Because, like, trying to visualize somebody else's idea is a hard thing already. And then trying to execute that, you know, they have something that they have in their head. You're trying to get into their head and figure that out. It's not always well, the easiest thing to do.
1: And, and I got to say, Eric, for somebody who's probably never, he's never probably machined anything in his life, right, Eric? No.
3: No, Dude, the I, guy
1: we've dealt with just designers over the years that they give you something and you just go looks bitching. You're never gonna be able to make it, right? Like,
2: yeah, but I think that's where my, my that little bit of practical experience I had in the real world, working in the boat company and going through school, I, I learned some of that stuff. I yeah, learned, you know, we learned. Yeah, you know, because I mean, that, that's, and, that's the thing is, like, and,
1: we can. I, I, um, I can explain <laughs> to you. Uh, just certain concepts and you you know uh, about what I want to execute and it's like you understand. I mean, that's one thing I, I I gotta say about you. You just, when when people go, Oh, he's easy to deal with. It's like, Oh, what's that mean? He just talks nice on the phone. He answers when you call and stuff. Yeah, that's part of it. But you know, the other, the other part of it is when we're explaining something, he gets it, he listens, he gets it. That's part of being easy. Yeah, absolutely. You know,
2: yeah, yeah. It's part. It's well. It's just part. Of, it's just part of working with people. You
1: know. Yeah, but what? But you know how it goes. Like I've I've dealt for. with people where you try to explain something very clearly, and then they come back and it's like, okay, did I not explain this that clearly, or is this guy totally out of it? And then you just go back and forth, and then the guy goes, well, that's what you wanted. And it's like, oh, dude, okay, okay. And you go, maybe I'm screwed up, and you explain it again, and he does it again the wrong way, and you're
2: like, no. Well, I, I can do it that way,
1: but it look like shit, <laughs> right? And sometimes you just got to do hey, it to show, hey, and prove we, a point. <laughs> we we all we always we always laugh about that because there's certain people we know that are like, they do something a certain way, and you go, okay, that looks good, but I want to try this or this, and they go, yeah, okay, I'll do it, but it's gonna look like shit. It's like, you know what, <laughs> dude? The- Guess what? Those are the designers that we don't like dealing with. No, that's, that's awesome. why guys like Eric Rockmeyer. You know, get the trendsetter of the year award from Good Guys.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, let's talk about too. Let, let's talk about more of the more memorable. I mean, because for you, you know, you work you you worked in the boat industry, so you're able to see your drawings come to fruition, and come to you know, be a a final product. But yeah, yeah, okay, that's a boat. But when you're working with my dad, what was the first time that there was something that you helped design that actually mm-hmm. got built at the shop?
2: I think it was the Illumitub.
1: the alumtub, okay,
2: yeah, I think that was like the first like you know like full build car that we he had me kind of work on,
3: yeah,
2: I remember doing the sketches and then uh I send him over stuff I remember sending I remember sending them different top drawings through the for that car, and then doing the render and then you know and then when it was done, I think that was the first one, the alumtub
1: the alumtub that that was a good car. So that was your first, yeah, was, you know. With I mean, especially with everything I, I, uh, that was uh, handmade on that thing, you know.
2: Yeah, and what was bitching about that one was, you know, I, I didn't go out there. I didn't go out there and actually see the car, but you know, it was when I was watching American Hot Rod. I think that was one of the first episodes. Up.
1: It was one of them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So to see that one uh, come together on a TV show, that was pretty wild. I mean, that was that was exciting.
1: And then. um Ultimately then it, it was the the, um the French connection was from your renderings, correct? Yeah. Yeah, that
2: one was, yeah. That was I think that was a little bit later, wasn't it? I think that was
1: that was later on. So okay, yeah, well I'm thought, maybe I'm going too far ahead of but yeah. let's go after the Lumita. <laughs> after Lumita, what do we got?
2: I think after Lumita was just a lot of those American hot rod cars. There was like the, the rat rod build off remember the model oh, model Oh yeah. and there's uh and a lot of that stuff, a lot of those uh those uh, corporate builds you know like the the snap on and the the sobe mercury wagon
1: uh, and and the uh, what about the the wheelbarrow the, the million dollar wheelbarrow it was not it wasn't a million bucks
2: i'll tell you what man I, that is what i miss the most about working with your dad man if he called there was a there was about a fifty percent chance that he was going to actually draw something that was not cars, <laughs> you know. And it was, like, I mean, it, I mean, he'd call and be like, "I need you to draw me a snowblower, or a wheelbarrow, or a piano." And these, and these are all actual things. I'm not making this up. <laughs> I mean, I, I got renderings of pianos with like billet aluminum legs and hot rod you know lures and flames on them, and and that wheelbarrow that one was actually done. You remember that one?
3: Yeah.
1: No, that, that, thing ended, had, you know, that thing ended up being pretty cool. Yeah,
2: that thing had like a one-off wheel on it, and the yeah. gave it and a little leather
0: interior in it. And, yeah, that sounds
1: so bitching. No, it's, it's totally. <laughs> to, it was totally bitching. Yeah, I mean, um, but that's kind of what we did. Was we, you know, Yeah. just kind of like, especially when you start doing the corporate stuff, because they're like, you know, yeah, I remember. The, I mean, there's
2: toolboxes and and, uh, and yeah, the snowblower. That was crazy. The snowblower yeah I could go I mean there's there's a bunch of stuff in there that was especially with the old when it came with the remember the old Milwaukee we oh yeah the old the Milwaukee. Milwaukee yeah yeah that was we did all kinds of stuff for old Milwaukee
1: yeah that was a cool campaign ended up being uh, on the
2: cans yeah I got two of those cans here in my, on my desk
1: but you know what uh, Eric let's talk about the most exciting thing you did for my dad <laughs> what
2: was that
1: dogs playing poker oh that was for rocky oh that was for rocky well it ended up at my dad's house i think though a copy of it right it
2: probably did yeah
1: so so my dad had he got uh it was just funny he got they got into these dogs these tibetan terrier uh, terriers and they had one what rocky had one
2: yeah rocky had one and and gary metters of good guys had one yep
1: and there was—I don't know if they're all from the same litter or family, or whatever. Right, but I remember—I don't
2: think they're they're the same kind of dog.
1: Eric and, got commissioned to do the dog, the dogs playing poker version with the with the Tibetan <laughs> terriers that everybody owned, right?
2: Yeah, but you remember—you remember there was a window in the room you could look out the window and all the hot rovers parked in the driveway outside. Oh, that?
1: you know what, Eric? How <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm
1: going to have to post that No, 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 no. You know what? After this podcast goes up, then let's use that picture to promote it. Okay. Yeah, yeah let's oh do it. Send it. to You're going to have to send it to me or Steve. Yeah,
0: send it right away. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but that, that just goes to the point. So That's it's true. like, you know, you designed some really bitching hot rods with my dad, but then all of a sudden, dogs playing poker. Hey, do you
2: remember you, do you know know know. how hard it was to draw those dogs and try to make it look like <laughs> Terry play,
3: playing poker? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no that,
0: and you know what like a challenging for,
1: for everybody that's just listening to this we will be posting this just just follow us on the instagram and we will be posting and,
2: and, and wait wait a minute chris wait wait i mean each each one of them sent me a picture of their dog so i was like trying to give them each each dog that's has so like, their own characteristics like it's coloring and <laughs> oh my god it was crazy oh
1: man, <laughs> oh, man. that's so i, I
2: miss that I miss I miss that a lot. That, that crazy stuff.
1: Yeah, and then even Rocky's uh, dragster, right, was called Tibetan Terror.
2: Tibetan Terriers, yeah. Or Tibetan no Terror. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, they changed it from Terrier to Terror. And Eric did the graphics for his trailer. Yeah, yeah have
2: you ever had a big giant like screaming Terrier dog on the side or something, or flames coming out of it, or turned into flames or something?
1: Uh, you tell me. You're the one that the designed. It it came did. up it with that like design. Ter- <laughs>
2: It was like the head of a terrier dog, and then it like turned into flames going yeah. down the side of
1: the car. Well, let's just say that he,
2: was for Rocky. Rocky Walker was a He was a, he was a, he was a, a really interesting guy. He, yeah, no, he he was did, Rocky is a really
1: cool, really cool dude. Definitely. Um, yeah, and 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 those are the interesting things. And you know what? Hey, you're a team player, Eric. You know, you're a team player.
2: I'm a team player. Yeah, well, you, know, you, know.
1: you know, you know what I mean. You go ahead and you design the French Connection yeah and 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 then you do you do do their trailer too, so that's nice well, wow. so what i mean I remember too I remember when my dad they built the what the hay right that was yeah the first version, and I just remember getting kind of getting excited about that because you know watching my dad just kind of tackle different genres of of automobiles yeah. you know watching him go into this coach. Uh, the coach builder stuff, and I was like, this is this is pretty cool. And I remember flipping through, I forget what book I was reading because I, I, I had picked up a book about those cars uh, during that time, and I go, Dad, you got to go do a full skirted version of this car like this. And I was showing him um, mm-hmm. some of the Bentleys and stuff, and I was just like, he's like, he held his finger up, and he just said, just hold on. I got Eric working on something. <laughs> and then it was just, I don't know if it was days or weeks later, but I remember seeing the first version of the French connection going, that's it.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. It right
1: there. When that
2: when that when we first started that project, I don't think he, you know, he, I don't think he initially mentioned full skirted. So some of the original sketches really were like had open wheel wells <laughs> and he wasn't, <clears throat> and I, he wasn't really digging them. You know, he was like, Nah, it's not really what I'm thinking. It's not what I'm thinking. Yeah, and it wasn't until he sent me a picture of one of those, you know, the full skirted cars. I said, "Oh, okay, I get it. I get
0: it." Yeah, which must and have been enough. really unusual because you know, uh, Boyd, uh, you know, always had these rad custom rims and wheels on on the cars. Yeah, now you have a car where there's, it's not, it's that's not even in play. No,
1: it's not even in play at all. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're only yeah, in play because yeah, the they need burn. to be functional. Yeah. It just was... There's just a solid wheel But they're not a there. focal
0: piece of, like, oh, some no. of the other
2: Bills. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it could be just a steel wheel on it. But it doesn't matter because it's just completely covered.
0: Yeah, no, that was... Yeah, a, that's such a bitchin' Bill, dude.
1: Yeah, that was a great car. I wish my dad w- would have been able to see it finished in person, you know? He saw... Pic- I know. He I... saw pictures of it in the hospital uh, as yeah. it was finished. Because yeah. it was just getting finished up when he was in the hospital, but... um no awesome. I mean, theres some cool stuff, man. I mean, you know it it it'd be great you know, what we need to do, Eric, is we need to do like a like we need to do another podcast to this, and we need to do it, but for video, yeah, and we need you to go dig through and like these you know some of the stuff like the first renditions of the of the French connection, you know, mm-hmm. show all that, yeah.
0: Yeah, see, seeing the evolution yeah. of that uh, would be amazing. You know, especially for for people that are artists um, out there that, 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 that li- they're going to listen to our podcast because you know we've got we've had so many famous illustrators on here that are you know the big dogs like you, yeah. and you know seeing that 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 how it came about <laughs> and to from the conception to the to the finished renderings, I mean I I, I would love to see that personally.
2: Yeah, I think you people would probably be amazed at the first sketch you know nothing like what ended up so no it'd be cool i mean you know what
1: there's 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 that but for every french connection i mean how many other cars did you you know start one way that end up another too you know yeah yeah a lot of them yeah i mean what um let's just talk about it. what was it like kind of working with my dad when when i mean I'm sure because of the time difference, you got called either really early in the morning or really, really late at night, right? With ideas.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, if, if he if he had something on his mind, he would call. And <laughs> I, I recognize the number. I'm I miss calling. those Dude. calls,
1: man. I miss those calls.
2: If, if it was Boyd, I'd be like, I, I don't, whatever time it is, I'll pick it up. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. And it's whatever was on his mind. He, he, he. And he's like, okay, I need, I need this. And he, he just give me like a little bullet point list of stuff. And like, all right, when can you have that for me? Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, I'll do it right away. All right. Thanks. Bye. And that was it. And then he called me the next day. He's like, how are you doing on that?
1: And you're like, Hey Boyd, I'm I'm like, like, oh, I like, boy, I You woke me up in the middle <laughs> of the night and I was sleeping, <laughs> you know? No that's I and mean, that, uh, but that's how he was, you know that's why I was wondering like you know the the time change. I could see him getting a getting an idea at nine o'clock at night and it's midnight your time, oh yeah, you know,
2: yeah, well, what's cool about him was he he was he was genuinely excited about these projects, you know, almost like you know you know, like this youthful excitement, like he'd tell you about it, and like the next day he's like,, man, I was thinking more about it how, how you coming on that i mean i really' I'm, I really want to see how it's gonna come out, you know. You can really kind of tell he's excited about it. And then he kinda of, that made me excited about it. Which is something you don't really get these days. Uh, you, you know, I just I miss that too. Um Yeah,
1: I mean, I mean and, and genu- you do you he do was a genuinely lot of- into it. No, and he really was. I mean, and you know, it was he was he was so focused on the task at hand. He was definitely a taskmaster for sure, you know? Yeah. And yeah. You know, he would just get excited on something and just and, and get missile locked on it, you know, and just obsess on it. But look yeah. at the look at the end result of some of the stuff that you know ended up creating. But some, I
2: mean, what, it was challenging sometimes because I think he would picture something in his head, and if I didn't get it, like you know, if I didn't get it, like first first second time, I mean, he'd be like, no, 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 like this, you know. I mean, okay, okay, okay. I, I think I know what you mean. I, I'll get it. You know, I'd have to kind of, you know, I'd have to really work hard to picture what he was picturing you know but you know but he he's pretty specific you know he, he, he knew what he wanted
1: yeah <laughs> and, and you guys seem to work pretty good together you know um, yeah we
2: did what, what was cool is that yeah he, he pictured something in his head but he was still open like if i like if i threw an idea out he was still open to it like it wasn't like
0: it's my no, way no, no, and that's the know? only way to yeah yeah, it
2: wasn't anything like that it wasn't anything like
1: that yeah and and you know what i mean because what plays (laughs) into that too is um ego plays into this stuff big time you know and there's somebody right i mean you've dealt with probably some huge egos but you know i think my dad also appreciated your talent and your insight too so it's like you know, instead of you just being this robotic, hey, do exactly what I want to do, yeah. and then I'm going to take credit yeah. for all of it. It's like, no, look, I'm, here it is. There's a task at hand. I got an idea uh, yeah. where I want it to go. Yeah. And, and, and and I'm sure w- the longer you work with somebody, the more you trust them mm-hmm. to, you yeah. know, and, and also trust them. And then you guys kind of know how each other think. No, and you, you and, start getting
0: their uh, aesthetic sensibilities, you know?
1: Exactly. And you go, look, I, I'm going to take this, look, uh, I... I here we go we're 90 percent of the way there and you maybe you're throwing in that extra 10 percent, and he's like yeah let's do it yep. sounds good you know that's yeah that's
2: how it worked a lot. that's how it worked that's how
1: it was a lot and uh yeah because like i said mean, some guys just have such an ego that they got to tell you 100 percent of the way through what yeah. to do and you know what um and in that end of it it's almost like okay well i look at someone like chip foos and go okay that guy that guy can do it all the way through right from yeah. drawing yeah he's gonna draw it himself and then he can go out and get it built himself you know but when there's this yeah, yeah. he's
2: got he's got he's got complete control over the project because he's designer builder everything. So. yeah
1: you know um but then there's people like this with their ego just want to tell you everything and they make you do 10 different <laughs> changes and you're like, okay, dude, how many more changes are we going to make? I mean, yeah, I'm, try- uh, I'm trying to figure out what you're
0: saying Are here. we going to try to accomplish something or am I just placating your ego? You yeah, know, like,
1: right? You geez. know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's – so, I mean, what's what's some of the cool stuff that you see happening right now, right? I mean, what's what are what are some trends? Because uh, that's why I like talking to Eric, too, because he, Eric's drawing stuff right now that we're not going to see for two, three, four, five years, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Some of the stuff. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's hard having some of the stuff in the files that you can't show anybody because it's such a, you know, intense build, you know, it's not going to be for another two, or three years or so.
1: So what, what, in the let's go back just a little bit then in the last few years, what, what, what has been um, some accolades for you? What, what, what cars that you designed in the past that kind of got awards? I mean, is it hard to keep track of some of this stuff? I mean, do the, do you keep informed of what's going on and, because man, you've yeah, done—you've I mean, designed a lot of cars, man, a lot of cars and trucks.
2: I mean, I, I've had my hand in a lot of cars. You know, it's—it's it's hard for me to—it's uh, hard for me to say that I got like I'm the designer, like because especially when you're working with uh, when you're working with shops, like like we just talked about Chip Foose, and he's he's the designer builder, final say guy, right? You know? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm working with shops. I'm working with the owners, and and so there's a lot of hands, and there's a lot of ideas to go into these cars and, and yeah, it may end up in the, in the final renderings with the Eric Markmar design logo on it. But man, I mean, some of the ideas may have come from a guy fabricating the hood or, or the owner, you know? So, yeah, it, it, it's hard for me to, to say, yeah, I designed that whole car and that's all me. And I, you know, I'm all proud of it. But, <laughs> um, but there are some that I've had, you know, like a big part of that I'm proud of, you know? Yeah. And, you know, like uh, like Joe Horace Double Bubble, came out a few years ago. That what 61 uh, wagon? It was uh, started as a, do- a two door bubble top. Oh yeah, turned into a wagon. Yeah. You know, the initial concept was the owner's. You know, it was all his idea, but we worked together. I mean, was that the one that, uh, it, that Greening together. did? Yeah, Greening start. Yeah, Greening finished it. Yep. Uh, one off started it, but. Um, so there's that car, and, and I think uh, there was a couple cars that I started with uh, the roaster shop back in like oh I don't know two thousand seven, eight, or nine, something
1: like that. Which one was that?
2: There was a black uh, '62 Corvette, dude. You know was- what? Right,
1: that Corvette is is not too far from my shop. Is it really? Yeah, the guy that owns it, he's got what's called the man cave. It's in. Uh, it's right across. Like if you were coming out of Anaheim Stadium. On Gina, uh, Gene Autry Way, it goes right into an industrial area, and you can get right on the 5 Freeway from there. But this guy, he used to own Pick Your Part um, in this area, and he sold uh, it. And he's got he's got what's called a man cave, and he actually, because my mom uh, still teaches uh, choir at the Boys and Girls Club in Stanton, and he was a huge uh, contributor to Stanton. He lets them rent it out every year. Uh, and, right. Dude, this guy, he's got... Just hot rods and muscle cars, and he's got, uh, like, these scale model airplanes all over the ceiling. And he even built, built his own little house attached to this thing. It's, it's badass. <laughs> it's called the Man Cave. But, like, I remember three or four years ago walking in there, and I go, holy shit, that's the Roadster Shop Corvette. Yeah. Because, I mean, that was that was a lot of your work, and that was a lot of bitch and stuff, like the headlight bezels and all the other machine parts on this thing.
2: Well, the big thing was um, I had to kind of push for this was the, getting rid of the Cove off the side of the car because all those Corvettes had the coves, right? So, yep. it's the signature part of the, the Corvette, right?
3: Yep.
2: And so I did this sketch where we did away with the Cove and had these carbon fiber louvers. And uh, I was nervous as hell about it because, I mean, I'm literally, you know, taking the signature part of the Corvette away. <laughs> and I kind of pushed for it. And they started, you know, they were taping it up and they did it and... It it kind it came out awesome. I I think it really came out awesome, and I'm proud of that car. Because I remember I remember going through that whole process with those guys at the roaster shop, and and kind of pushing for that those louvered sides. And and it was just kind of a thinking outside the box kind of deal. That it's it's just cool when those kind of projects come along and you can do that.
1: No, that's a really cool car, and I'm glad I'm glad it's still it's still in good condition. Yeah, you know, it's still a really bitching car. I mean, plus just just a lot of things that were done on that car, design wise, you know, uh, just from design to manufacturing end. Yeah, it was just.
2: But but you know, again again, that was another one of those projects where you know, working on up the guys from the roaster shop. I mean, there's there's a bunch of ideas in there that was all that's theirs. You know, it's just it was a collaborative effort, but um, but it is cool. Just I mean, the first like the first set of sketches pretty damn close to what that car ended up being and it was
1: just a that was a good project i enjoyed that one yeah no that one definitely <clears throat> um that one definitely has got your signature on it for sure yeah yeah I I, I I like that car um but it's just uh i i like the fact too i mean and, and you know i know what's it look and and I'm just this non-artist guy, right? And I know it's not easy to do, but it seems like the difference between greats like yourself and just average guys is interiors. What's the deal with interiors? Let's talk about this because, I mean, you know, my dad has stopped. My dad had stopped using certain designers because they couldn't or wouldn't do interiors
2: yeah well i I mean i think that goes back to my professional experience with the boat company because i did a lot of interior design for those boats
1: like you have to like on a boat right i mean yeah what you're selling the public is the outside's nice but the inside's what you're selling them
2: right especially on a
1: boat yeah (laughs) right on a boat yeah i mean come on
2: and some of these things i worked on were they weren't like little sport boats either so they were like the yachts you know they had like you know, they have like nice stitching on the entire. You oh know, wow! The entire I mean, you're line. almost like an architect. Leather.
1: yeah. You're, you know, right?
0: Yeah, we're talking. So mean, you, you learn to like
2: You have to learn. Least, oh. You a drawing for the upholstery shop, and they can't do it. Man, you hear about it? They don't. They don't mince words. They're like, "Yeah, you stupid designers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, give me something I can work with." You know, so oh, you got to learn what you know. What can be done? What can be done? You know, you know how stitching works. Yeah, and uh, I think so that you know. I look back at it I mean you know the job was kind of I have some bad memories of that job but it did
0: teach me a lot of things it, it, yeah it grounded you in a lot of foundations huh yeah yeah
2: yeah absolutely and then,
0: yeah, me and Chris were talking about that because we both kind of worked corporate jobs before we kind of uh, started yeah. our own business and you know it was yeah. it was great to kind of have those kind of like uh, lessons I guess you know for lack of a better yeah. term
2: yeah absolutely <laughs> those are that's real world experience right there
1: yeah, and and, um, and you know what I, I think I think the interiors are like a game changer for or you know what I mean game changer. It's just like for, for someone that's like, hey, I can do I can draw a car. Well yeah, a lot of guys can draw a car on the outside. Yeah. But once you start getting in the inside of the details and making it look realistic oh, with yeah. perspective and all yeah. that right, I mean and that's a game changer for now, your career. The
2: yeah. The interiors are becoming the interiors used to be uh what uh, What do you, what do you, i'm trying to think of the right word it was like the exterior was like the main point right yeah it, yeah. it was all about the exterior, and then the, the interior was just like just it was almost op- like an afterthought you opening just, day. it's going an, <laughs> an interior in it right but see now guys now, now the interior is just as important as as every you know it's everything almost cool. almost somewhat more
1: yeah and, and uh, guys like you will visualize it and be able to give it to an upholstery guy and then yeah. that's it this is there this is it, this is it. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I I'm, I very rarely I mean, you know, everything I've seen from you, you're like, oh, okay, no, you totally get it. Like, y- it can be done. It's not this space age deal where you're going, eh, okay. Well, what are they gonna, really going to do here? You know.
2: Well, I mean, that's the difference. If you if you want to if you want to be a designer and see your designs executed, you better learn what can be done because if, if you don't, then whoever is executing your design is going to have to make all kinds of changes to make it work. It's not going to look like what you wanted.
1: And then it's not your design.
2: Yeah. And it's not your design. So if, if you really want to be a designer, you've got to know how everything goes together. You've got to understand what can be done. Yeah. And it's just the way it is. And then I, I swear to God, at one point, I, I was going to just call myself Eric Brockman I design interiors because I was doing so <laughs> many interiors. I think I was almost, I almost felt like I was getting pigeonholed in the interiors. It was like, you know, like uh, people were coming to me like, yeah, I had so-and-so design the exterior and now I need an interior design. I was like, holy cow going on here
1: well and, and uh, hey have you have you thought about um i mean have you thought about taking it to the next step and actually just taking on projects and getting and seeing them all the way through
2: i i i mean obviously i've thought about it but that's such a radical uh I haven't, I haven't seriously thought about it.
1: I'll say that. Yeah. No, I get it. No, no. I mean, I just, it's just like, I, you know, on one side of it, you're sitting here working with some of the top guys in the country, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Like, you know, and you almost, maybe by doing that, you might take yourself away from that, you know? Um, but, but then, but, but you'd be able to actually get something done a hundred percent the way through. 100% 100% of the way you want to do it, right? I know. Because you 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 would is, you, you're basically have a guy come to you and and with the understanding is like, look, you're coming to me. You want a badass blankety blank. This yeah. is what we're doing. And you, you see it all the way through because you talk about like, oh, well, there's compromise here because, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's just something, no, I hear you. I hear something you. to think about.
2: I hear about. you. And I have thought about that, but but I've also had real... Realistic conversations with different shop owners and how hard it is to, you know, take a car from its you know inception to completion. I mean, it's you yeah.
1: Know. I mean, but I think you're also kind of in the driver's seat a little bit. You could be like a project man. You could project manage the thing all the way through. Yeah. You know what Co- I'm saying? Like the uh, whole project. You know, away. I'm not saying you need to go out and start your own shop, but you need to deal with people that are going to do it the way you want to do it to your level
2: oh yeah i
1: see what you're saying yeah. yeah but um yeah who are i mean like right now who are some of your favorite people to kind of deal with that you think are doing some cool shit you know that are like you know really pushing this industry
2: uh man i don't know you put me on the spot there dude <laughs> uh. uh you know that uh <sighs> Yeah, I got I got so
1: many good clients. Um. I mean, you know, there's got to be someone that's like trying. I mean, I know a lot of people stick to formulas and they stick to what they've always done, and it works and it looks cool, and I give them credit for that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, we all know those people, but yeah, who's uh, guys pushing? But, but it? who's out there just just pushing it? They're going, okay, he's trying new stuff, or just making good product. You know, everything they do yeah. is just hitting it out of the park. I don't know.
2: Yeah. It, it's it's funny, a lot of them on the on the east side here, like the like Goldman you know, Mike Goldman customers. Mike and, Goldman, uh,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: and Mike Goldman and Will Hudson. Okay. Uh, he's in Tennessee, he's close to Scott's high rise now. Um but oh, Will yeah. Hudson, man, he that dude is uh that dude is very, very creative. I mean, uh he he pushes the envelope real hard. Nice. And like some a lot of times I got like, he'll come up stuff I've never thought of, you know. It's like holy cow dude, that's crazy.
1: And he's but in like Tennessee. He's in Tennessee, yeah. And, and what about our boy Justin? Scott's Hot Rods? Justin. Ah,
2: oh, that fucking Justin passed <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh, hey, you know what? That's the, that that's our little joke, me and Justin, is, you know what? Eric didn't start cussing until he started hanging out with Justin and I, right? That's exactly right. We're like, dude, because exactly. he remember he was like, does Eric ever get wound up? Does he ever cuss at you? I go, uh, no. And we're like, oh, we got to
0: change that shit. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, I, I think Eric's got the perfect designer's uh, you know personality. Like he, he, he does. Yeah,
1: he's easy to deal with. Yeah. Right? and you know what? I mean, um, I mean you know we joke, but I mean like you know, everyone needs it in a hurry. Every you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I'm sure Justin's called you and said, "Hey, uh, you know, call, like, yeah, talk, do, do that deal on Thursday, Thursday, Thursday evening and rolling. then on Friday morning. Hey, how we doing? Oh shit, I just talked to you last night at eight, bro. You know." <laughs> No, nah,
2: he's actually good. He's he's actually been really good. So he, I think when he, I think he's moved to Tennessee, it's mellowing mel- him out. Yeah, he's not he's
1: not. Yeah, no, he's all right. He's good. Uh, I really like that guy, and I think I think uh, I like what he's doing. You know, he's building yeah, qu- building he's, quality parts. He's pushing,
2: he's pushing the envelope too because he's got some projects in there that are. Oh, dude, there's. I some... mean, he's pushing the envelope big time. On some yeah, two
1: time AMBR winner. I mean, he's he's definitely yeah. he's definitely capable of building some badass stuff. You know.
2: And, and, and when he talks to me, like, some of these recent projects, he'll call me and be like, uh, looked, he's like, man, he's, he, like, pushes me. He's like, man, it's has got to be badass. Just make it badass. Don't hold back. Just make it Bad. badass. I'm like, okay, okay. He'll, he'll, you know, it kind of gets me fired up.
0: Well, as, as a designer, that's that's the best thing you could hear is, like, you know, go for it. Yeah. You got full yeah. reign. I'll, I'll rein you yeah. in, but I want to see what you got.
1: Because I got to tell you, when you put the egos aside and, and you, you just put your capabilities out on the line, guys like Justin – can put their egos aside and just go listen yeah. you're the freaking designer you're the designer it's all about the work and, and, and you know what i got these crazy ideas and i and yeah. and you know what justin will probably say look I, I he can design stuff but he's a he's a builder first yeah. and foremost so he goes to a guy like you and goes dude do something badass because he knows that you're not going to come up with some something stupid he can't make right you're going to come up with yeah. something whatever you come up with and it's cool he's like no i can get it i can make it yeah okay. i mean
2: something you know if he if he if he tells me you know do something badass you, you know you're not going to send him something that's you not you don't feel as badass yeah and, and you know? he's
1: he's not afraid either of, of like you know badass doesn't equal easy either yeah. you know it's like badass mm-hmm. is like no it's going to be a lot of work but no we're going to do it cuz no, it's badass well, well
0: design fundamentally is you know problem solving you know, so like every every design, uh, you know, solution is a challenge that you got to figure out how to how to how to solve it. You know, and some people are going to push harder, yeah. and it's going to be you know even more of a grueling task for the designer to pull it off. But that's the job of the designer, right? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, and, and, yeah.
1: and and as we know, Eric, from like you know you and I working together on wheel designs, there's been times where we'll come up with something and. We think it's totally awesome and we make it and we take the best pictures and we, you know, get them on the Mm. right vehicles or whatever. And it's just not, it just doesn't click for whatever reason. And then there's just one thing where you're like, okay, we did it. We know we did it well and it's whatever. And all of a sudden people are like, I want that. I want that. I want that. And it's like, you can kind of figure it out. You can kind of, you know, try to figure it out. But sometimes... It's pretty obvious, but then sometimes it's right. It's sometimes it's like I don't know. Yep. What is it about this? You know? Yeah. Um you know, like when the Columbus wheel came to fruition was I remember me describing I say, look, I wanna do the take take elements of the of the double <coughs> five wheel and then I wanna do a kidney bean style, and I'm I'm like telling you this, and then you go like this. I remember you going, Hey, Remember what we did here? Because it was like a motorcycle wheel. Yeah. I don't know why we were working on a motorcycle wheel. I think it was for your dad. Okay. Way back. Yeah. And I remember, like, Eric sends me this picture, and it's like, oh, shit. When was that? Oh, was that three years ago? And it's like, that's exactly, well, not exactly, but that's definitely where I'm going towards on this Columbus wheel. And yeah.
2: there was a wheel we, we worked on when you're at wheel. I don't know. It was just, a, it was a wheel when, uh, you it, and I worked on it. Something. It was, you and Promotor. you I
1: worked on some, yeah, it was some project, but I was like, he sends me this email yeah. and I'm like,
2: Holy crap.
1: That's exactly what I'm thinking. Oh, we've, <laughs> we have already done this like kind of. And then we tweaked it into the wheel and it ended up being the Columbus wheel. And it's just, yeah. you know, also to like, just, uh, just some of the stuff, it, it just like when I deal with you on wheel stuff, it's, it's, it's easy. You know, it, you make it easy to go back and forth, and you visualize the stuff. But sometimes, yeah. uh, sometimes this stuff right comes from us. Sometimes it comes from our customers. You know, sometimes it comes you know. From... Go ahead.
2: You asked. You asked about uh, like trends and stuff. You know, like what's coming.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, it's interesting. It, it, Everything's still very traditional right now. You know. Yeah. And you know this kind of goes back to you know thinking about your dad and the conversation I had with him way back. I mean, he's been gone now what ten year ten years eleven years?
1: Uh, yeah, it, you know what? It'll be. It'll be eleven it'll years be in a few. A, eleven years a few in, in thirteen, twelve days in twelve days.
2: Okay, I mean, well, think about think about this. I mean, think about how everything has been geared towards very traditional hot rodding right now, you know? Yep. Everything's very uh, period correct to the 30s, 40s, or whatever, especially with the hot rods and stuff. Dude, I remember your dad telling me, and this is, what, you know, <laughs> so this had to have been like 0- 06, 07. Yeah. He goes, you know, he goes, it's, it, it's very popular right now to do, very traditional stuff. He goes, I want to do something that's, you know, just super slick. And that's when we came, when we started doing those sketches. And he goes, I don't even want doors on. I remember we started sketching that Roadster. Oh, wow. yeah, It was so yeah. slick, it didn't even have the doors on it. That's... Now, think about that. That was 12, 13 years ago. And we're still in a point in in, our, in, in this design history where we're still, everything's very traditional. Yeah. And he saw it back then. It's like, hey, it's real popular and traditional. I want to start thinking beyond that. You know, so I'm, I'm thinking, you know, it's at some point we've got to go a little bit further uh, and push the envelope a little bit. But I, it's just interesting to think about that conversation I had with him and how he thought it was time to start evolving past, you know, all this over, you know, really super traditional stuff, which is awesome. Everybody loves it. I love it. He well, loved it. And you know
1: what? I, I've been thinking lately, too, because, you know, that that the, the roadster, the doorless roadster you're talking about, was pretty. that's a pretty bitching little concept roadster, right? Yeah. I mean, the thing with electric technology, too, I'm thinking, when's it going to converge on the hot rodding? Who's going to do <coughs> it? And, and, you know, I mean, you and I have talked about different people trying it, you know? Um, yeah. But I mean, once the technology gets—I mean, how bitchin' would it be to have a little roadster like that doorless roadster? And we'll share a picture of it online so everybody knows what we're talking about.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but just putting like a Tesla motor in that thing, you know? Well,
2: I mean, you and, know, and just, you can buy electric conversion. You can buy electric car conversions. You can convert anything to electric. I mean, um, yeah, but, but I Tesla. mean, I mean.
1: It, Sure, you can, but but fitting it all into a real compact package on a mm-hmm. little like a little 32 or you know 29 Roadster, yeah. you know, th- that's the that's the challenge. Is, is that happening now or is that No, I mean, there's people messing with the stuff. I mean, I mean, uh, people have gone the other way and have put in like Tesla drivetrain in a tro- like trophy truck style truck. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, cause you got the room there and it's, you know, it's pretty pretty wild. Yeah. But I mean if you've ever have you been in a Tesla sedan yet, Eric?
2: I've I've never had a chance to ride in one, but I've Dude. heard you know people describe it that it is you know, it's insane.
1: It's crazy. So in the last few months I've been in two of the fastest cars, which have been a Tesla and and a Dodge Demon. And a Dodge wow. Demon is just like pure American horsepower just on the back of a Silverback Gorilla just somebody smacked in right. the ass, dude. It just said, hey, you know, just, just uh, wild. There's man. a
0: tire marks outside to it. Uh,
1: oh, yeah, just, it. It, it's wild. But the Tesla? Holy shit, dude. Those are fast.
2: Well, it actually has, it doesn't actually have something called, like, ludicrous speed or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and, and, and
1: I was in one that wasn't even ludicrous speed. I was just one in whatever speed, you know, stock speed. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah, no. It just it just pushes you back into the seat. And I'm just looking at the technology, and it just be be badass to have some, you know, just just to put that technology into some of these older cars, especially some of these little right. roasters, little
0: thirty twos and stuff. Just to, wouldn't that be incredible? I mean, oh, it'd be awesome. Well, I mean, hot
2: riders, hot riders are all about performance, right? I mean, you know, it's all about getting the most performance. So, yeah. You have to have you maybe a that kind of performance from electric, and yeah,
1: you have to embrace it. I mean, I get it; it's just not the same as having a rumbling motor in front of you, uh, you know, under, underneath you, just just going wild. But I mean, really, it's always about going faster, right? <laughs> I mean, it's all
2: about it's all about going fast,
1: you know. Yeah, have you done those uh, K one uh, uh, racing carts, the electric ones?
2: I've not. I've never done those. Oh, dude, we got to do that.
1: <coughs> hey, let's talk about that. So, what, what what do you think? When are we gonna? Uh, what are the hot shows for the year that Eric Brockmeyer is gonna go to? So we all know that you're you're originally from Columbus, or we do now. We all right. So yeah, we do. You still have family in Columbus, so you go to Columbus yeah. Good Guys every year.
2: Yeah, every year I go to that, and uh, it's a great show. That, that's usually like our little yeah. That's I think that's the best. That's a
1: great show. I'm, I mean, uh, yeah, it's it, <laughs> it, it, it's totally a great show. Um, if you've never been, you have to go to that show. Um,
2: well, it's because so many people debut cars there. That's a good place to see no. new cars.
0: W- w- when in the year does that occur? Is that like a
1: summer? That's event? at the end of July, typically end of July. Okay. End of
2: July. Um, it, it, yeah, beginning of July. Middle. Middle, middle of the beginning. Is it? It's yeah. So, it's somewhere in there. Like, like July 10th, 11th, something like that.
1: It's usually... Right in there. And then the Street Rod Nationals are a couple of weeks later, right?
2: Yeah, I haven't been to that in several years because, you
1: know... It's the, it's the 50th anniversary this year? Or is it the... It's, it's some kind of anniversary this year. No, it's Isn't more it than 50. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. So, what I'm getting at is where, when are we going to hang out? <laughs>
2: I was supposed to go out to the Grand National this year, but I didn't make it. Um, Yeah, well, we waited for you, bro. We were here. We had a
1: sign and everything. We had a sign. We were waiting by the (laughs) freaking baggage claim. (laughs) And then he was like, he's not coming. Uh, I'm sorry. No, but I mean, we need to get you out because, you know what? Uh, We want to hit up a couple more shows this year. Um, It's just tough.
0: You yeah. know, we got so much going on
2: here at the yeah. shop. Chris
0: doesn't want to admit it yet, but we're going to figure out how to get to Columbus.
2: Yeah. Dude, I haven't been out to the West Coast since the uh, last yeah. time your dad flew me out there.
0: Yeah.
2: That's how long it's been.
0: Maybe I'll have to fly
1: you out.
2: Well, I'm not saying you can't fly me out there. I'm just telling you, that's how long it's been.
3: No.
1: Maybe I have to fly you out.
2: Well, maybe. I'm hang out with you.
3: <laughs>
1: Unless we, yeah, because I don't know if I'll go to Columbus this year, but
2: well, we've talked about going to the what's the what's the good guy show out in in California? It's the Del Mar or Del Mar. What's is that the good one?
1: Yeah, you want to come out? When is it? Oh, geez, it's in like six weeks.
2: Oh crap! Well, I'm going to Detroit. I'm going to Detroit here in about three weeks. Nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm Um, seeing some of. some stuff I probably can't talk about going down a couple doors down. Yeah. for for Detroit.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm going out there. I mean, my Goldman cousins bringing some, somewhere about their sport then, and uh, that'll be cool. Yeah, and uh, curious to see what else. You know, there's always there's always something that shows up out there that's been under wraps for years. You know. And
1: well, maybe we can. Yeah, we be- got to figure something out because I'd like to. Like to come hang out, hang out with you. We're also developing our little car show companion show, uh-huh. uh, where we're kind of just filming at these different shows and kind of giving commentary to it. So, be cool if we can get somebody who's actually uh, in, an influencer like yourself on our show.
0: Yeah, we'd love to have that. Be, you know, otherwise, that'd, we that'd just sit there. And cool we, just, walk
1: around and- we just sit there and talk shit because <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about. But we need someone like <laughs> yourself. That'd
2: be pretty cool to walk around and just kind of comment and. Too, you know just yeah no, that's no, cool because yeah.
1: there's a lot going on i mean it's just uh there's there's just it's it, in california i mean there, there's a website called like socal car culture.com or whatever and they they have a, like a, a list of events going on in southern california car related every you know every day and it's insane. Yeah, whether it be it's like insane. the cruise night
0: or a little car show, like, uh, there's, oh dude, there's from, something it's, happening it's, every night. It's insane at how much
1: stuff goes on, even in the winter time, in California every weekend. If you have a custom car, uh, and that's the irony of it, right? Hey, California is not the most car friendly place in the country anymore. It sucks, yeah. right? I need to move to Florida. No.
2: Yeah, but I don't talk I don't me out of me it, Eric. Talk why is me into Florida it. Not uh, like help
1: me out here. What's that?
2: Why is Florida not like that? Why aren't there like, you know, cars and coffee or cruisings on the local? You know, Dude, it's 300 cars every week. It's not like yeah, that you
1: know, just like the like coming up here in spring, summer. There's a Ruby's Diner in Whittier. And on, on on the Friday night, they'll get 400 cars. Oh yeah. Like, no big deal. Like, the whole parking
0: lot is taken up by cars. Yeah,
1: it's like 400 cars, and they give awards out, and it's like,
0: that's just a regular Friday night over here. Yeah, and and it happens, like, every Friday for, like, three months. Or or, or or every other Friday, or, like, whatever. No, it's it's long. Yeah.
2: Well, Let me ask you this. You know, these cars and coffee, like, these shows, these weekly shows, they get, like, a majority of late model cars where you get all these brand-new Challengers and brand-new
1: Corvettes. No, um... Well, it depends because some of them are are advertised more towards the newer cars. But when I'm talking about like yeah. Ruby's Diner, it's all older cars, you know.
2: Yeah, that's amazing.
1: 30s all the way up through the 70s, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. I wish, I wish we had something like that here. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't live close to like a you know, Los Angeles. That's probably had something to do with it. But I mean, man, I kind of. I hear about those stories and I'm like, damn, I wish.
1: Well, we will get we you get on. little
2: local. We got little local shows, and we got, like the MG Club, I mean, it'll be like a the MG Club, like a Club. dozen seventy-three MGs or something, or a, or the Jeep Club will show up, and it'll be like ten Jeeps, the Jeep CJ Club or something.
1: Yeah, we have those too. Or even
2: better, the PT Cruiser Club will show up. The PT Cruiser. That.
1: Okay, yeah. let's be honest, Eric. How many PT Cruisers have you designed paint jobs for? I uh,
2: let me tell you, I have drawn a PT Cruiser. For, for a guy in australia
1: in australia
2: yeah I. I, I don't know if it ever got built but it was like a, it was a two-door complete custom hot rod pt cruiser with like a viper v10 or something on it
1: so what i mean um yeah that's dude i'd well, imagine a ago, viper a, a viper motor
2: I think so. Yeah, I don't, hey, Eric, I, I, like I, I don't know
1: much, but I don't think you can fit that in a PT Cruiser. Dude,
0: I, I'd imagine a PT Cruiser night coinciding with the Corgi night, like everybody's got a PT well. Cruiser and their Corgis. <laughs> yeah. you know, you know what I mean. Corgi.
1: <laughs> right? No, I remember I uh, the the PT Cruiser. So so back back when uh, Tom uh, Tom Gale uh, yeah. was running where Chrysler, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when the PT Cruiser came out. Part of the SEMA deal, they gave out like let's say twelve of these PT cruisers to different customizers and influencers, and yeah. I remember my dad building what a, just a two door panel, black black uh-huh. and red, uh, just just a clean little PT cruiser, right? And this yeah. was pretty bitching. So they had for the SEMA show before the SEMA show got super crazy. So this is what two thousand one. Right, and yep. I remember it was—I forget the name of the the country club, but it was it was in Frank Sinatra's old house. Right before they tore the whole golf course down, it was one of the last parties they were going to have. So Chrysler rented out the uh, rented out the house, and it was bitching because they kept it the same way it was in the 60, 50s and sixties. Wow, Oh, that's cool. It was yeah. so bitching, right? That's right. And, and like, like when you had to take a leak or whatever, you went to the restroom. You went into one of the bathrooms or one of the bedrooms. It was weird. It was just like a weird deal. So, um, Brian Setzer had a uh, a PT Cruiser done themed hot rod, and he got up and really played. he he jammed and played guitar. So what happened was, it was in Vegas, and they had a party there. And then they had so these cars were we were at the party like on the Monday night because SEMA launches on Tuesdays, so they had all these cars there, and I remember lining up that morning because the, the whole thing was they had to have this party. Then they also had to get these, uh, they had to get these show uh, the cars into the show by the next day. So they had it was like this. Yeah, totally bitching, like it was kinda of like Palm Springs, Palm Springs style, like home, like ranch home with a pool and then but it, I remember it was windier than shit and it was so cold. And yeah. they did like this little thing where they rolled every car across the backyard uh-huh. and and I remember Brian Setzer was the big deal because he came out and he played guitar and it was like, Yeah, he ripped it yeah. up, yeah. You know. But um we were right on the golf course there and so it was cool we had drinks and you know hung out and uh it was it was interesting to see there was like at least ten, ten 10 or 12 different pt cruisers done the only ones i remember are the brian setzer one <laughs> and the one my dad did which popped up not too long ago for sale by the oh house. really yeah but it was cool it was cool to be a part of that and to be partying at frank sinatra's house you know
2: yeah you know you know what I saw pop up for sale recently was that uh that model T coupe he built for the for the Brat Rob build off show. Oh really? I saw pop yeah, I always thought man if I could afford that I'd try to get that car. What did I they mean, want for uh, it? I don't remember, It was it was like something I saw on Facebook or it was like you know, it's for sale or something. I, I didn't really study it too much, but yeah, I saw it was for sale. And uh man, I always wanted that car. I, I know there were there were haters on it, but I, I always liked
1: it. You know, there's haters on everything, bro. <laughs>
2: there's haters on everything. It's I too know. hey,
1: you know what it is? It's too easy to be a hater now. It is because you know oh, back yeah. ba- back in the day before the internet, you you had to go all in, man. You had it, to really hate somebody. Yeah, you had to. Sp- <laughs> you, yeah, you had. The, the, to spend, the
0: hatred was real.
1: You had to spend some energy, <laughs> man, to be a hater back then. Nowadays, it's like now it's easy. Yeah, now well, it's they, easy. To but be now haters.
0: they're called trolls, and that's exactly why they're they're. Fucking yeah. Well,
1: and then you call them out. They're
0: like, "Oh, i will just it with you." Yeah. you know, it's like, oh, no. hey. "Hey, bro, bro, can you take
1: it?" I mean, we deal with that. I mean, there's so much of that in our industry. You know, it, it's just like, you know what? I, I have a lot of competitors in my business, but you know, I have a lot of competitors that make, make actually they make great product. Yeah, you know, they make good product, and they're but, they but, got the but right intention.
0: Those aren't the ones that are going to critique you. It's the ones that yes. are not doing it.
1: Even when they do, I don't care because you know what? Um, it's the ones that make shit overseas. Yeah. The ones that that like like cut corners, they, they, or or they 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 you know they're, they're they're the name of their company has American in it, and they're making ninety five percent of their stuff overseas. That's what kills me, yeah.
2: right? Well, what's a shame is that people are buying it.
3: Well, <laughs> well yeah, they, they don't
1: mean, know any better. But you know what? And look, listen, I don't want to get into a political rant here, but we are part of the solution. And it's like, you, you know, you have a choice. You have a choice in America. That's what makes America great. You have a choice. And you have a choice to buy from a company that makes their stuff in America. You have a choice yeah. uh, to buy product from a company that makes all their stuff in China. And you have that choice in America. So... It's just like, you know, I get it. You yeah. Know? I mean, hey, my wheels are forty five hundred bucks, and but you want to buy something that doesn't exactly uh, you know, fit your car, and it's twenty five hundred bucks. You know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but you know, like we like we've always said, and everybody's, you know, we're not the first person to say it, but I mean, you know, the wheels and the stance make the car, right? So Absolutely. People that you know, if you're gonna scrimp on the wheels, then you might as well just just stop because
1: yeah you know. and, and 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 you know what I gotta say that uh just the 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 one piece Chinese product coming from overseas and and you know structurally a lot of that's good a lot of it's tested you know but yeah. but I mean but the difference between you know it's it's the fit and finish you know yep. I mean yeah. you know some of these glossy powder coats on wheels I'm not a fan of not a fan of at all no. i mean um and when you deal with that Chinese product, you deal with mass-produced stuff, and you deal with stuff that's easy easy to manufacture. You know, yeah, it's easy to to powder coat a wheel, then machine cut the lip, and there you go; it's in it done.
2: Right. Yeah, it's got to be more universal. It's not; it's not it does have that you know that custom look. It's just more universal, mass-produced stuff.
1: Well, and and and, and I th- I think that you know a lot of the stuff you design for people with cars. I mean you know, I mean, whether it's my wheels you're putting on there or somebody else's wheels, you're you're typically putting something on of a company that you know is going to make it to the exact specs to get the look that you need.
2: Yeah, and that's what makes the car. When you get the specs just right and the car sits just right and the depth is right and the, the way the way it's, you know, that rim and tire is positioned in the body, yeah, it has to be done or else it just looks off and something looks wrong about it. And you could have a $50,000 paint job and a horsepower motor and it just doesn't
1: matter it just it don't look right you know so yeah and and you know when and when i get it get it from time to time someone will tell me dude i'm spending two hundred thousand dollars on this car blah 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 and then you quote
0: them four grand on you quote them four grand on (laughs) a set of rims yeah for a set of wheels and they
1: have a frigging heart attack on you and you go hold on a second like when someone looks at your car like that's the what, shit. That what, ties what, what, twenty percent, twenty five percent of what they look at is going to be the wheels.
0: Yeah, yeah. So why can't you spend you know twenty five percent? So you can't even
1: you can't even spend five. I am not even asking you to spend ten percent on your wheels. I am asking you to spend five percent on the build on the wheels. Five percent, dude. So yeah. It's a focal point. What I am getting at is, you spend a hundred thousand dollars on your car. Keep in mind, everybody listening to this right now that's building a car. Okay, put it into perspective. You spend hundred thousand dollars on your build. What is it to spend five thousand dollars on wheels to get something that's going to set you apart from everybody else? And that's yeah. Thank you. That's the whole point. You know point. what? So don't call me yeah. and don't tell me you. Oh, I got 150 hundred fifty in my car, and then when I quote you twenty eight hundred, you balk on the price. Okay, don't do it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done.
2: Yeah, and that and that same person that boxed about four thousand dollars at a wheel is probably you know when the engine builder said it's going to cost fifty grand they probably said oh
1: okay no problem. Yeah, yeah it's crazy, really. right? I mean, no, I mean,
2: or, you know. uh,
1: but you know what, Eric? Listen, we're going to wrap it up here in a minute, but but you know what? What I want to do, I want a list of the top three cars that you would that were not made as a as a station wagon that you would turn into a station wagon. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, no, I'm being dead serious here, Eric. So
2: you're
1: being dead serious. Yeah, I'm being so. Pro- any production car from all the way. What, oh, Would I wagonize? That you would? Did you just? He just. You, he you just came up with the word he, wagonize. He did. He did. Wagonize. No, wagonize. What? How would? What would you wagon? Give me. Give me your. Just give me one. What car would you
2: wagonize? Man, what needs to be wagonized? <clears throat>
1: Don't say sixty nine Camaro. It's already been done. Dude, my mom's eighty four Volvo would be pretty pretty bitchy. No, I, wagonized. Think, I think, wa- think sixty nine
2: Camaro's already been wagonized.
1: You no, know, sixty nine Camaro has already been wagonized. Hasn't been trademarked yeah. as a wagonized version but <laughs> It's a wagonized. What what would you do? Give me a wagon get what would you wagonize? Man,
2: what would be a wagon? Man, that's tough, dude. Maybe uh what would make
1: a good wagon? <laughs> this is what separates the See, men from is, the boys here, this, Eric.
2: This is not what I do. I don't wagonize things.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and we, we all know there's other people that do.
2: But
0: <laughs> Don't agonize over wagonize.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what would you wagonize? I
2: think you could wagonize anything. It would
1: be cool because wagons are cool. Wagons are cool.
2: Everybody loves so you're gonna leave lights. us it's hanging? Wagonized. You're not gonna
1: give us a, sp- a specific model to wagonize?
2: Anything that anything that didn't come as a wagon can be wagonized and be awesome. Okay. And that's I'm just gonna leave it at that.
1: Okay. You know what? What about Cadillacs?
2: What about them? You want to wagonize a Cadillac? Yeah. Well, why not?
1: Yeah. You know what? I like some of the later model. Cadillac wagons, which, what, what would you call a uh, SRX, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. I don't know. But maybe an earlier Cadillac you could wagonize.
0: Yeah. It would be a lowered you, bad could... boy. It would be a, the size oh, of a yeah. boat. Well, you could use your yacht training to, to wagonize a Cadillac. Dude. 59 Caddy wagon.
2: Yeah, they should have built one.
1: Uh, okay, get started on it, dude. I'll PayPal you the money.
2: Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm on
1: it, man. Well, sure. hey is there anything else that you want to talk about? Any? any yeah. is, do we miss any funny stories? I don't. I don't
2: think so. I mean, we you know we we pretty much covered everything. <laughs> well, we, I, no, I not th- everything. I think you're
0: going to be a guest that we're going to have here again. Yeah, uh, in the near, mean, future. You know,
1: because because Eric, we, uh, I would love to take some of the. I'd like to maybe take some of these individual <sighs> builds, and if you have like each rendition, you know, or that that got denied, denied, you know, or changed or whatever. Yeah. Just just to show people that just the concept of you know, the the evolution of, of how this happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that 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 would be insane. Like we 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 need to go through the evolution with you on one of these uh
2: episodes. Yeah, that would be cool cuz I mean, one thing I always enjoy like when when you're looking at like uh... You see like concept art for movies you know like oh like yeah books. exactly
0: from from storyboard to, to execution
2: like yeah yeah like what you know like what what the Millennium Falcon could have looked like you know it's amazing what the the early sketches what it and what it turned into yeah that always fascinates me so yeah no, same
1: I, deal. I'm definitely down to do that yeah yeah let's do it well let's show everybody man yeah. I'm, I'm I'm hip to
0: that. Well, we're definitely going to do All that, right. um, Eric. For for now, um, our listeners, where where can they find you, your artwork? Where 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 can they locate you?
1: Where can you? They send you images to wagonize. <laughs> uh.
2: That's uh, www.wagonize.com.
1: Wagonize. Right. Wagonoff.com. <laughs> Wagonoff. <laughs> uh. No, where are you at, Eric? Come on.
2: Well, I mean, I got a website, but it's it's pretty old. It's you know, it's BrockmeyerDesign com. We got to update it, but and then on, not, oh, no, on hold his, on, Instagram, on Insta- and, Instagram, Instagram, and Facebook. You, you'll see more more current stuff on there.
1: And that's is it, Eric B Design? Is that Brockmeyer Design?
2: No, it's just Eric Brockmeyer.
0: It's just whatever. Yeah. All right, bro. <laughs> well, dude. Well, dude this this podcast lived up to the hype, Chris. Yeah. No. Yeah. Eric, and you know what? Uh, just people
1: got to People, I, just people, need to understand how important Eric is to our industry.
0: Uh, how important he was. Come on, I don't know. you are I don't know. no, I'm no. Fucking he hate he Eric. was important then. He's no, important you know, now. He, he, He's going to be important tomorrow. That's a, that's the deal. Hey, look, that, that, know, I, to, as of
1: today, to Eric. To... As of today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah
1: tomorrow you're gonna be a piece of shit I'm
0: until sorry. you wagonize the <laughs> yeah, next car yeah. <laughs> what have you done for uh, us lately wagon
1: yeah. off with eric brockmeyer <laughs> but wait <laughs> there's <off>. more <laughs> yeah but, hold on
2: yeah i think i think he just came off. we, we, we just we gotta do that no dude. wagon <laughs> off with uh well eric and chris yeah
0: <laughs> Wagon, cool. Uh, yeah, I'll sit that one out. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Eric, this might be a solo mission on your part, bro. Sorry. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, you know what, dude? Uh... Yeah. Well, yeah,
3: man. It
2: was fun uh, reminiscing about some old stories. That's good, uh, dude. You know, you know what? And- um
1: Uh, what I'd like to do is next time we meet up, we're going to have a little, we're going to do a little video. We're going to talk about all this stuff and show some of these images that didn't come to fruition and talk about them and talk about this iterations of, of each build. And, uh, but we're appreciative of your insight and your friendship here. So, uh, go back to yeah. the glorious uh, Florida weather you have there. Yeah, is, is it time to close the
0: windows yet? I mean, is, <laughs> it must be getting dark soon. Or Yeah. Is it, it dipping under 75 yet? It's
2: it's in the 70s. It's, it's still a, warm. Hey, Eric, it's supposed <laughs>
0: to rain here any minute, so we got to go. Yeah. All right, man. Storm yeah. watch 2019.
2: Yeah, I, I appreciate you guys, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> All
0: right, dude. You have a good one.
2: All right, you too. All right, see. Ya.
0: You. All right, well, this is us signing off from the Hot Rods by Boy uh, headquarters here in Orange. Thank you guys for listening again. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Take care. Good night.